Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, hello, hello. G'day, mate. Belinda's sipping on some wine. I have a Pepsi over in the corner. So we need to get sponsored by my favourite wine, which is Gossip's Sweet Lips. It also happens to be the cheapest. <laughs> That's why I like it. Oh, I've already dropped my paper. Welcome oh, to head. the show. Are you okay? <laughs> Oh, I didn't hit my head, I hit my glasses on there, but it still pushed The glasses then hit your head. But it still pushed on me. Oh. So, you're no. Right. <laughs> poor, okay. poor young lady. I'm <laughs> okay. Welcome to the podcast. Your weekly... Oh, you, me and a poltergeist. Oh. We are your... <laughs> <laughs> Cut that, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we are your weekly spice in the paranormal life. Oh! I'm good. That was I'm a good one, good. Babe. That was very good. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> I'm really jealous of Brayden on this episode. Why? Tell me why and the people. <laughs> Because you're doing a story that I wanted to do. Well, I bet you do it. <sighs> It's okay. It's all right. I, well, I, di I have dibs on Scotland then. The whole of Scotland? In entire country of Scotland. Is it a country? I'll yet? shake hands on it. You can have Scotland. Hell as long yeah. as I can have the entire continent of Africa. No, I've already done like half of it. I know, Africa. but I want the rest of Africa. You know what? You can, because there's no fucking information oh, anywhere on that. Oh, I'll dive deep. I'll go to oh, the yeah. locals and... Find out more about Daddy Westside. I'm going to go and speak to the locals and get them firsthand. <laughs> You're going to go to Africa without me? Yep. Fuck you. I'm going to fly across on a... Hot air balloon, <laughs> parachute in, and then talk to the locals. Meanwhile, I land in, in a safari zone, just get eaten by a lion. <laughs> land the hot air balloon. <laughs> Fuck that shit. There's no going back. Okay. Once I'm there. You're not going I'm, back. No, the research is going to take me years, so. What, the podcast will be now? on hiatus for a while, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> while I do my research. Isn't that how you're going to do your research on Scotland? No, I'm, I'm Scottish, so I'll just, I already have all the history in my brain. Ah, okay, I see. So yeah. it's like a hive mind. All yeah, of Scotland all I, is a hive mind. All I have to do is meditate in a sweat lodge. Oh, I think that's Sweden, <laughs> isn't it? That's Native American. Oh, is it? <laughs> wow. Just mixing cultures. And have an epiphany about my Scottish heritage. Wow, yeah, yeah. Because if you didn't just know... Just like in The Simpsons. If you didn't know, McDonald is... 
Scottish as fuck. <laughs> I had to say he's Native American. I was going to say, mm, nope. yes, the, the McDonald tribe. <laughs> Native Scotland, I guess. <laughs> Native Scotland. Yeah. Oh, I thought you farted, but you just released your chair. <laughs> yeah. I thought I should get more on your level oh, instead wow. of sitting above you. Are you calling me little? No. I Are just... you belittling me? I was not belittling you, unlike my manager does. Are you beginning me? Beginning. Yep. I don't know if that's a word. But yeah, okay, it's a deal. You do all of whatever you said, Scotland. I'll do... I'll... No, you can have some of Africa as well. You can have the northern section. I've already done a few south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just pick a different I just want Madagascar. Do India. I love India. India hauntings are great. Yeah, so you do many. all the Indian ones and I'll do all the Scottish ones. I love reading all the accounts of haunted things by people who tell you their job title. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I have check. someone in here who mentions their job their job title, but it has to do with what they did anyway. Oh, okay. Well that's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we... Well, I've actually got a few people that mention their job titles, and it's like, well, duh. <laughs> They've kind of, you know, they didn't have that job title, everything would be illegal. <laughs> Still wow. don't think it should be legal, but let's continue on. You'll find Thank out. Thank you to our fantastic sponsors yes. that are sponsoring this episode. Our patrons. Oh my god. <laughs> I nearly choked on my love for the patrons. <laughs> Thank you, we love you so much. We have a patron listening in now. Hello, Bob. Thank you so much One for listening live. Dark Magician! Who is currently in the Discord listening live to the recording. You can do so. Jump over there on Patreon and give us a little <laughs> Give us some money and you can listen in. So. Brendan, I am talking about another exorcism. <laughs> what I tried to do you, but I can't. You can do me. Oh, wow. Would you like it if I made that voice during sex? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> I sound like the shittest <laughs> radio DJ ever. You sound like the shittest radio DJ ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Person. Yeah. <laughs> the, what do they call it? The commentator. Yeah. <laughs> Not the racehorse If you can't tell, we've both had alcohol tonight. Not that much. I mean, I've had more than Brayden, as per usual, so... I think the fact that I'm dressed as a hobo... <laughs> He's literally wearing one Ugg boot and a beanie that my nan knitted him. And my shirt's dirty. And my shirt's dirty, but I've been to work today. Yeah, and you just haven't changed. Nope. I'm not gonna, until i got to go to work again. Uh, yeah, alright, right on. I'm gonna wear this to work again. Well, cool. I'm not changing for about six days. You know, I need to buy more work pants because I wear the same two pants for five days a week. And sometimes I don't get washed in between. You want to go shopping somewhere? Yeah, I really need to. Oh my god. It's so gross. And I work with metal too, so I can feel my pants get gradually heavier over the week as they absorb metal dust. I feel like I wash a lot of pants though. Yeah, I know. But where do they go? I think Are the you washing, wearing them? Like I, I only wear two pairs of pants to work. I think the washing machine is secretly a monster and it just eats stuff. 
No, I'm like I'm washing a lot of pants, like, and I'm folding a lot of pants. Oh yeah. How um, are you only wearing two pairs of pants to work? Yeah, I only have two pairs of pants that are eligible for work. Why do you wear the rest of the pants? How are you wearing because all those pants? Because I have pants? other life activities. Other Can we working. just point out as well? Brayden wears two pairs of underwear like every day. No, 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 no. You need to understand. I wear when I'm going to training. Two Sometimes, pairs of underwear, uh, yeah. his cup, and then skin. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. I wear <laughs> a pair of underwear and a pair of skins over my underwear. With because, a cup? Yeah, but I wear underwear, underwear, under, underwear, the cup, and then skins to compress it. I don't want a bare sweaty cup pressing against my balls. Yeah, but I'm just and saying, it, why do you have to wear two pairs of underwear? Because then you're all like, in the underwear. And it's like, I'm, I've only just did the washing three days ago. Because sometimes my skins don't are uh, dirty. So I need to wear an underwear over top of my underwear, over top of my skins. Okay, tomorrow's shopping list. New work pants, more skins. <laughs> and right. probably but some more underwear expensive. by this point. There's <laughs> a lot with holes in them. And if I throw them out, you're going to have no underwear. Anyways. So the fun fact is that I wear underwear. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh yeah, you're dressed like a hobo. Yeah, I just thought I'd mix it up. And we've we've been drinking. I've I'm onto my second glass of wine, which is probably a third of the bottle. I'm onto my third Pepsi. So <laughs> I've been I've been hitting it hard. Oh shit. To the max. <laughs> To the max. Oh my god. Ooh. Pepsi please sponsor us, thank you very much. We are very Ooh. poor, thank you. <laughs> hey, so tell us what you're talking about again today, Belinda. So I am doing another exorcism because I actually really love reading about them, even though it's the same repetitive thing over and over, but so are poltergeists. Um, <laughs> so is all of this stuff. So is any topic and genre and like... Thing you're talking about. But it's all interesting. I, li- I listen to a true crime, Definitely true crime podcast. And it's like, oh my god, did he... Mur- yes, of course he did murder her. And we're not that repetitive. There's lots of different hauntings. I'm not drunk every episode. Exactly. But feedback, if you want me to be drunk every episode, can happen. We record these on Saturday nights, so you know, may as well get drunk. And sometimes I'm not working the Sunday. <laughs> Sunday like sesh before the pod. Oh, let's do a Sunday sesh. Tomorrow. No. Yeah, Fun we'll go fact. to what is it? Um, Spaghetti. The rooftop place. Justin Lane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go there and have a sesh. Oh, have a Sunday sesh. Get your drink spiked again. Alright, continue telling us a bit. Okay, so about. I am doing another exorcism. Today I will be talking about Anna Eklund, the Ealing Possession. And I think that's how you say it. It is a place in. England? Nope, Iowa. Iowa! So Ealing or Erling? I the don't know. Windy City. Is it? I don't know. I think that's. Well, that's Kansas. Is that Chicago? I don't know. Is Kansas a place? The Big Apple. Is New York. The Great Plains State. Bob's Bob's following us in here. Chicago yeah. is the Windy <laughs> one. Oh. What is Iowa? Does Iowa have a tagline? Where like where Queensland, the Sunshine State. We have our producer, Bob, on the line helping us <laughs> with Googling and information, apparently. I don't think he has to Google it. Yeah, he He's knows. an American. He should know it. So by the time she was 14 years old, Anna Eklund began showing signs of demonic possession. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is a lengthy possessioning. Yeah. Possession. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, really it is when you think about it. Okay. So Anna Eklund was a pseudonym for her name, um, for her name. Her name, sorry, was actually Emma Schmidt. She was born March 23rd, 1882 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the United States. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Emma was raised in a Catholic... I'm going to use her real name throughout this whole thing, by the sure. way. Not Anna. <laughs> I'm not here for pseudonyms. Get rid of them pseudies. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, Emma. <laughs> Fucking love that meme. Yeah. <laughs> when he jumps into the bin and he's like... Wee! <clears throat> Emma was raised in a Catholic household in Marathon of Marathon County, Wisconsin. Mm. Both of her parents were German immigrants. However, her father and aunt, who practiced witchcraft, Ooh. were romantically involved. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Is this incest of the highest order? No, I don't think that the aunt was like his sister. Ah, uh, it was no, the sister-in-law. I think so. Did not specify, but I'm gonna. I really want to hope it's the sister in law. Well, you know what I'm finding to be the factor that is always the same in these possession stories? What? The family is Catholic. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, you like. I think only Catholics can perform exorcisms in the traditional sense. Well, no, no, no. What I mean is like. I didn't mean it like, well, that's the point. Like, Catholics are crazy. No. No, that's not what I mean. Like, when... So, my family's not Catholic or anything. We're not any religion. But you perform it. But, like, if someone... Yeah, every day. But if, like, someone in our family started doing whatever the symptoms of a demonic possession would be, they'd just get thrown into, like, the doctors and be like diagnosed, uh, you know, right, whereas yeah. when it's more Catholic, it's like, well, she's got a demon. She's got a demon in her. It's not schizophrenia, it's not depression, it's not anxiety, it's nothing, it's a demonic demon. possession. An entity from beyond the planes. Yeah, that's my thoughts anyway, but I'm, I'm, I'm not Catholic or anything, and I'm like, And no offence to our Catholic listeners, because I know there's probably at least Yeah, no, you guys three. are cool. Anyways. Um, anyway, so they were romantically involved and allegedly cursed the girl routinely and used herbs to taint her food. Herbs? <laughs> Sounds like they were just giving her a bit of spice. Well, they, were, they did witchcraft. Oh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So they would have given her evil herbs. Exactly. Like wolf spain. That rosemary bush was watered with unholy water. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wonder how they make that. They curse it in the name of Satan. Yeah, probably with their incest love. Oh. oh. I just say that we're related, okay? It was just... I'm hoping it was the sister-in-law. They, thanks, Mouse. They didn't say anything. Soon, Emma would not tolerate religious artifacts, became sexually depraved, and would not enter a church. So at the age of 30, on June 18th, 1912, Emma underwent an exorcism by Father Theopolis Reisinger, a Capuchin priest originally from Bavaria, Germany. He was entrusted by the Bishop Thomas Bunn of Des Moines, Iowa. Wait, was he a bishop? Thomas Bunn it was a bishop. Bishop Bunn. <laughs> Bishop Bunn. <laughs> 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 no wonder they used his whole name because his, his, his title Bishop is Thomas ridiculous. Thomas Bunn. <laughs> okay. You need to go. The only way to get exercise is by Bishop Bunn. <laughs> 
I'm like, well, that sounds like a Thomas the Tank, <laughs> Thomas the Tank engine character. There's no way this will work. Okay. That controller and Bishop, <laughs> Bishop Bun. <laughs> so Risinger had been a monk at the community of St. Anthony's in Marathon, Wisconsin. Not much was documented on... Documented. Fuck me. Not much was documented on this occasion, although it was deemed a successful exorcism. But after being cured by her of her possession, her father and aunt prayed to Satan for her to suffer even more. Jesus. And within the year, the girl had become possessed by multiple entities, many of whom are the are said to be the same spirits who possessed Annalise Mitchell. Oh, throwback throw mm-hmm. Thursday, but on a Saturday. It's a Saturday. <laughs> Um, in 1928, so now she's 46 years old, mm. Emma again sought help from the church. Reisinger was again consulted to perform a second exorcism. Father Joseph Steiger of Erling, Iowa, a friend of Reisinger, <laughs> suggested the exorcism take place at a convent um, owned by the Franciscan sisters in Erling. Mm. She was taken to the convent on August 17, 1928, where her exorcism would take place the next day. Well, one of three exorcisms. Yes, yes. Um, Her behaviour worsened, and she exhibited symptoms of demonic possession, including fits of rage over food that had been sprinkled with holy water, and hissing like a cat. Oh. <laughs> and might I just say, I'd be pretty pissed if I got brought a soggy sandwich. <laughs> 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 That's what I was giggling about earlier. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Who wouldn't be upset? Right? Don't fucking sprinkle water on my food, bitch. Like, <laughs> Pray over it, but don't sprinkle water on it. Fuck? Likes watery bread, like wet bread is like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, can you like? Do you have the feeling of wet bread in your mouth no, right I now? I don't think it's too bad, but like. I feel like vomiting thinking of it. Really? The texture is horrendous. Off. It's just off. I can't like if there's a bit of bread that's been like left on a plate and then it goes in the di- in the sink yeah. and I gotta wash it. Ugh. If it touches me. You really? Is that a thing with you? I've gagged. I've really? literally gone outside wet and gagged. Bread. Yeah, wet bread. I can't do wow. it. You know those people who enjoy a nice white piece of bread with a glass of water? That's disgusting. And they just dip it in. Why? Please don't. Oh, my God. Suck that bread dry. <laughs> oh, my God. Really don't. In that case, those people would love the holy water sprinkles. They probably over. would have. They like, yeah, sure, this cures my, my, my possession, I yeah. said depression, but I don't see how that could cure any depression. So when the nuns would bless her food before entering her room, so Emma could sense the blessing. She would hiss at the nuns and throw the food on the floor. Um, and she would tolerate food that had not been blessed, obviously. Of course, because it's not soggy. Yep. So with the help of the Franciscan sisters, the exorcism began on August 18th. The exorcism was reportedly violent, with witnesses testifying that Emma defied gravity by levitating, howling, and hanging from the frame of a doorway. Oh, mm-hmm. that's some Spider-Man shit. That's some fucking Except shit. Except for levitation, there. I don't think Spider-Man. Can and levitate. at this stage, she's forty-six. I don't see any forty-six-year-old woman wanting to hold herself up. 
in, in a, a doorway. Door <laughs> I'm 22. I'm almost 23. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm half that age. I'm not going to do shit like that. I think she's been practicing on one of those fucking pieces of exercise equipment you can get. You got a door, you got, got a gym. gym. <laughs> Fuck, I love that ad. Do you know I actually wanted to buy that? Oh, I was really? like, I can get fit. <laughs> I've got a door. <laughs> I bought an exercise bike. Have I ridden it since I bought it? No. Now you just need an exorcism and then you can have a gym. <laughs> you got an exorcism, you got a gym. We're now on infomercial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to get fit? You're on a level day. <laughs> I heard about feeling fly. <laughs> you got a demon, <laughs> you got a possession. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the exorc- the first exorcism lasted for eight days until August the 26th. Yeah. I'm salivating. <laughs> a second exorcism. <laughs> All of wet bread. <laughs> it's got you just. <laughs> no, I had a sip of my wine and I fucking love this one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Would you eat bread soaked in wine? No, Jesus. No, Jesus. No. <laughs> I'm not going to eat your bread soaked with wine. Your wine soaked bread. Wine bread. Ugh. Brine. Unless it was infused. Oh. Because they do bread with beer sometimes because of the enzymes or whatever. Mm. Maybe you could do it opposite. I don't think it would work, but maybe you, you could, could do try. it. Try. I don't want to waste wine. Yeah. What would you call it? Wed. <laughs> bread. <laughs> it's bread. It's bread. This is bread. It's good. I was going to say brine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like... Salt water? Okay, no. sure. <laughs> Not happening. A second exorcism was done between 13th and 20th of September. Not much to report on that one by the sounds of it, by the looks of it, by the any of it, because I looked at a lot of things and nothing said anything. Just a good old exorcism. Just like, one happened this day. Seems like it was alright. So then it was followed by yet another eight-day session from the 15th to the 23rd of December. And I reckon the reason why it only went to the 23rd of December because they were like, "Mm mm-mm, it's almost Jesus' birthday. (laughs) And this has to come to an end. We need to take time off. Yes, exactly. You are not allowed to be possessed on Christmas. It's like, "Uh uh-uh, that's against the rules of Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> He's a superstar. <laughs> I'm not making fun of Jesus. The extensive exorcism resulted in the deterioration of Emma's body as she would refuse to eat anything. She would also vomit foul debris that seemed to be tobacco leaves. Ew. You don't swallow the tobacco, honey. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? God damn. So her head, lips, and face apparently swelled up with her eyes bulging out of her head and her body was so bloated and heavy that she nearly broke the iron bed on which she would lay. Wow. That's nasty. You sure she hasn't been eating? I don't know. Sounds like she gained a lot of weight real quick. It's all that soggy bread. (laughs) It's easy to get the carbs down. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's what they do in eating competitions. (laughs) Oh, they do. Oh, Oh, that's that's where I've eaten soggy bread. I was trying to eat this giant, like, I think it was like a three kilo burger. Let's pause my story. And it was like this, it's like a foot tall and like equal length. Oh, sorry, like half a foot in a radius. 
and it was just massive. And I was trying, because if you eat it, you get like a prize and you get to eat at this restaurant for the rest of the year for free. Fuck so yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it. And I this was. This is before you found out you were celiac. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I ruined my body that day. And I, <laughs> I was just ripping the giant top loaf, which is essentially a whole loaf of bread. Not like actually, but it was the equivalent, like the mm. mass. And just like dunking it in my water and like, oh, trying to eat it. I ate a fair amount. I think I ate at least a kilo, at least a kilo of food. Where was this? Where? At longboards and surfers. Wow. They still have it. I know. I think I've seen it advertised yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I don't and I'm think like, whoever there's... does that, they're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I got down to the pulled pork layer. I love pulled pork. I know you do. But at that point, I'd eaten so much food that pulled pork made me want to vomit. You should have eaten it first. Should have eaten it first. I ate all my chips, though. Oh, fucking good on ya. Yeah, thanks. Always leave chips till last. Yeah, well, you know, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Hey, can I ask a question? Sure. Um, I don't know if it's just in America or if the people in the UK do it too. Make a normal sandwich and then have a side of chips with it. Not like fries. Like, uh... Like potato chips. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Why? I don't know. Who has a side to a... Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bob. I'm really sorry. But who has a side to a sandwich? Is that a thing, Bob? I feel like you're getting so much with your bread there. You don't need the... Extra carbs. Right? I think that's the thing. It is a thing. I never knew... I never knew that... Having a grilled cheese sandwich and then having tomato, the tomato soup. soup. That's yeah. so weird to mums, me. Mums, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a thing. Pickles Serve with a pickle spear. Okay, that I'm okay with. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I Fuck don't yeah, I love pickles. Pickle spear sounds dangerous, but I'm in. I mean, better than pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> grilled cheese and tomato soup Ooh, is the best. Well, okay. see, well, we I think it, we, yeah, we haven't tried it, so we can't really judge it. I've just never known anyone in Australia to ever eat tomato soup and a grilled cheese. I know someone, but she's originally from America. Oh, there you go. That's <laughs> she's got the cutest little daughter as well. Anyways, what we're talking about is the, you know, food you'd get at a church. Soggy bread. Soggy bread, so continuing then. Um, anyway, so she broke the iron bed. I don't know if that would be real, though. Like, how can you... You can't be that... Whatever. Maybe she was so heavy because she was filled with so many spirits. Oh, yeah. And their okay. weight. And yeah. that's why she was breaking an iron bed. Yeah, I get it. Okay, so during the sessions, she was able to speak multiple languages that she'd never heard before. And during the exorcism, she spoke in a high falsetto voice, which Reisinger interpreted as, her, as the voice of her aunt Nina. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. It was believed that Emma was possessed by Judas... As well as her own father, Jacob, who had cursed her with the help of his lover, Aunt Nina, after Emma had refused his incestuous sexual advances during her adolescence. It was incestuous. He wanted to keep it really in the family. (laughs) Oh, shit. Ew. Ew. (laughs) His apple don't fall far from the tree, you know what I'm saying? I feel like his apple was like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like... Oh, you were bad apple. 
<laughs> you ain't let my worm in you. You know what I mean? Ew. Oh, come on. Incest jokes on you and the yeah. Only the classiest content here. Only ever. Yeah. <laughs> so the exorcism was so grueling and her behavior was so violent as she would spit and vomit on the priests that several nuns in the Franciscan order asked to be relocate, relocated to a different convent. Oh. Uh-huh. Must have been bad. It must have been horrendous. They're like, I'm sick of all this puke. Yeah. I'm sick of getting fucking we've all nasty seen, shit on me. We've all seen The Exorcist. Yeah. Just no a one puke needs that fight. Pea soup. Pea soup. Ugh. But it's just soggy bread coming out of it. Oh. Soggy nightmare. bread and tobacco leaves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gave her tobacco yeah, no. <laughs> that's what i want to know out of all of this who gave her tobacco the priest is like here's some chewing tobacco <laughs> and she's like oh, oh, oh. yeah now don't make sure you spit it uh okay <laughs> more <laughs> more now this spit this one out now <laughs> i feel like a priest Come would on. be giving tobacco right? oh you never know where she get it from one of those damn demons, demons. The, the demon of tobacco. That's right. So, on December 23rd, 1928, Father Reisinger commanded the demons in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to depart to hell. Emma collapsed on her bed and began to scream, Beelzebub, Judas, Jacob, Mina. Following after with, Hell, 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 she opened her eyes and said in her own voice, My Jesus, mercy, praise be Jesus Christ. Reisinger's exorcism was was reportedly a success. Emma would only go on to have milder and quite manageable possessions after that. Oh, in other words, regular mental illness. And that's where her story stops. And Wikipedia hasn't put in a death date, so apparently she's still, like, living at 135 years old. (laughs) Wow. You know what? If she is still alive at 135 years old, she really must be fucking possessed. (laughs) Because life shouldn't go that long. It really shouldn't. We should have been dying off at 35. We all know this by now. Supernatural lifespan. That's all right. But here's a little bit more facts for you. Oh, hit us with the facts. So in 2016, a fictionalized British-produced film called The Exorcism of Anna Eklund was released documenting her possession ex- and exorcism and it has a 2.4 out of 10 star rating oh, on IMBD yeah. and isn't even on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow, it must be bad. It's horrendous. Um, <laughs> and Carl Wohl, theologian, mm. wrote an account of the possession in German called Begone Satan in 1938. It was when he first started her pseudonym Anna Eklund. Yeah. Um, and in February 1936, the exorcism was profiled in Time magazine. Cool. And Time that's magazine what I got exorcism. for you. That's cool. But I, I think, I don't know. Apparently she was a clairvoyant or something as well, but mm. there wasn't a lot of information on that, so I didn't really want to put it in, but I reckon, I reckon I think, she was really possessed. I think she was really possessed. You know, some of the other ones are pretty interesting sounding, but definitely had some foul play, particularly... Particularly to do with... incestual play? Yeah. (laughs) Not in this one. (laughs) She managed to reject those... She's like, no, Dad, I don't want to have sex with you. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) And he's like, you know what I'm fucking doing? I'm a fucking curse, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking curse, yeah. (laughs) Except in German. He was probably just hoping that... Because they were German immigrants. He was probably just hoping that she got the uh, carnal knowledge demon. (laughs) So so she'd come back and be like, yeah, I love that incest. (laughs) Yeah, daddy put it in me. 
Ew. <laughs> Let me take my fucking hobo boot off. Are you getting a bit warm? Yeah, it's hot in here. So, so hot. Take off all your Ugg boot. <laughs> all your single Ugg boot. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry I'm a little bit pissy, but... Pissy, baby. It's been a very long year. <clears throat> I deserve this. You do. Well, you bought it, so I mean, it's your own fault. Yeah. I love you. Love you. I bought it because I thought it'd make the podcast more funny. More funny? Yeah. I don't know if it has or if everyone's just like, wow, she's a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, skinny. Skinny. Nah, you're alright. Alright, so. Alright, so. Oh, oh, oh. Remix. Alright, so. This is what I'm jealous about. Go on. I am going to be talking about the RMS. Queen Mary, oh, a yes. fine, fine vessel upon the open seas, one that served for many years before retiring. Why do you sound permanent... like the shame? Wizard. Shame. 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 <laughs> Sorry, continue. <I'm> <laughs> Antique Nazi <bit>. dildos. <laughs> so the now retired British Ocean Liner sailed primarily on the North Atlantic Ocean between 1936 and 1967. Built as part of a... That's 30 years before I was born, 1967. Oh, wow. So it predates you by a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop interrupting you. You're right. Interject whenever you need. Built as part of a two-ship response by the Brits to the express superliners that were being built by German, Italian, and French companies. Nice. So during World War II, the superliner was converted into a troop ship to ferry Allied soldiers during the war, and Hitler hated the fucking vessel so much because it was so efficient... (laughs) He gave it a $250,000 bounty and an iron cross to any submarine captain that could sink the vessel. What the fuck? He's like, fucking take that thing out. It is too good. Okay, so he was just jealous. He hated it. Because he didn't make it himself. Exactly right. He's like, my gas chambers could have been there. (laughs) Not too soon. Get over it. (laughs) So the Queen Mary was then nicknamed during the World War II. During the World War Two, during the World, yeah, during World War Two, mm-hmm. to the Grey Ghost, Ooh. because she got painted grey and moved with such extraordinary speed, like a ghost, like a ghost, oh! and, and she, they were like, we can't hit her. She's like a bloody ghost. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the most Australian accent that the yeah, German exactly. people could do. Und ghost. Und bloody ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So the, I think one of the main reasons why Hitler wanted to destroy it so bad was because of how efficient it was. And, like, it was a massive ship, but so maneuverable. It actually holds the record for the most troops transported at once from the US to Europe, which is 15,740 troops. Oh my god! Which is a massive number when you think about it. Yeah, so I think Hitler was just like, fuck, if we can take down that ship with 15,000 troops in it, that's going to be a massive loss to the... Allied forces. Mm. But obviously they didn't. Both her and her sister ship, the Queen Elizabeth, uh, dominated the transatlantic passenger ship market until the dawn of the jet age. 
where obviously people were like, fuck taking a boat over the ocean for three months. I'm just just going to... Three-hour trip. Yeah, exactly. But (laughs) it wasn't actually that bad. I believe they went from Southampton in England to New York in, like, two weeks or some shit like that, which is quick. That's amazing. Which is fast. And and that's now what everyone wants to be doing as well. Exactly right. Can we do that? Yeah. Hell yeah. So... Yeah, the ship kept sailing after the jet age had started, but obviously they began seeing such a high income loss, like millions of dollars per year, and at that rate, at that time, sorry, that would have been like a massive amount, like millions and millions of dollars per year just Mm. going down the drain, trying to keep this thing afloat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. So... (laughs) stole that from me. Did I? Did I? I don't know. No, I said flow. Never mind, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's Continue. So, the ship then took its final voyage from Southampton to California, Long Beach. California knows how to party. Where it now resides and has been moored ever since. So, they took out the majority of the sort of engines and different components and whatnot. And it now operates as a hotel, restaurant, museum, and as one of the most haunted locations in the world. I believe this one so much. Oh yeah, I know, me too. <gasps> I'm so excited. So I'm not actually going to detail all the hauntings because there's so fucking many and hauntings. This is why I wanted to and do we it. can come back to it. We'll do a part two without a doubt. But I got the best. I got the hot scoop on these hauntings, so give us a sec. A little bit more, a little bit more on the ship itself. So with the ship's length about the ship. Oh they do. (laughs) So (laughs) with the ship's lengthy service as a passenger vessel and as a troop ship, obviously, it isn't hard to see why the liner could be linked to death. The ship has experienced approximately fifty deaths on board, but has been the cause of a lot more. You're getting actually excited. Yes, I love this. So during the war, I'll call it by its nickname. The Grey Ghost would use her formidable speed to outrun and outmaneuver enemy ships, but unfortunately, a poorly calculated error by her companion ship when they were trying to outmaneuver, uh, I believe it was another vessel, an uh, enemy vessel that was shooting upon them, the Grey Ghost was zigzagging their way away from the ship to avoid uh, getting destroyed, and the companion ship was like, fuck, we can't keep up, and they were. They were lagging behind. They were going to get destroyed. So to make up for ground, they just went straight. So the Grey Ghost ended up just colliding straight into the side of that other ship and cut it nearly directly in half. Holy shit! All those people in that boat, the Grey Ghost, sorry, had been given the order not to stop at sea because they were so valuable. So they had to leave all those people drowning and dying from, like, shark attacks in the ocean. Well, I mean, if they weren't in the ocean, they wouldn't have gotten attacked by sharks. Exactly. And that's a whole big debate Stay in Australia right now. Stay on the land. Exactly right. So <laughs> Stay in your boat. I'm sorry it got cut in half. That's not my fault. But holy shit, that's insane. Yeah, so of the 300 people who managed to survive the crash itself, all of them drowned. <laughs> Which is so not unfortunate. Funny, that's... Uh, and the tragedy is actually linked to one of the biggest hauntings on the vessel now. So another fun little story for you, because I know you love murders. I love murder. And this is one of the most mysterious deaths that happened mm. aboard. 
I know what it is. A man visited the Queen Mary, mm-hmm. and he paid one of the stewards to go and find him a lady that would spend the evening with him willingly. The steward complied after receiving the payment, thought, ah, oh, this guy just wants, you know, to bed down with someone for the evening, why not? Yeah, I'll go find him a route. nice lady. Yeah, alright, goes and finds him a nice young lady. Takes her, the two go off to bump uglies for the evening. In the morning, those two don't come to breakfast, so they're like, where, where are they? Where are they? So they head to the room, that man's not there, lady's dead in the room, and they can't find any information on the man... And it's pretty much just disappeared into thin air. The best fucking moida. The best moida. He just disappeared. Now some of the best hauntings. Yes. So this one I just mentioned to do with the people that drowned overboard after the grey ghost. Nearly said the grey goose. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some of that grey goose, you know what I'm saying. After the grey goose cut that ship in half. (laughs) So as mentioned, it had cut it in half and the 300 people drowned. Or approximately 300 people. So reports of history playing itself on the bow of the ship uh, have happened when John Smith, a marine engineer that worked on the Queen Mary, heard the sounds of metal tearing, the sounds of a horrible collision, and the screams of hundreds of men on more than one occasion. He's heard this. Holy shit, but no one's there. No one's there. Other people report hearing the sounds of fists banging on the bottom of the boat. Oh my god, because it would have been the people drowning. It's attempting to beg to be let aboard so they don't die in the open ocean or get gunned down by the ship that was coming after them. Horrific. Fucking insane. Horrific's not the word. It's fucking insane. Exactly. Fucking. So another little fun haunting is that of Half Hatch Harry. Half Hatch (laughs) Harry? However, do you mean? Oh, hello. Tell you. Thank you. So in July 1966, in the early morning... The staff were running one of their regular emergency drills that they would do. That's good. Good practice. And an 18-year-old by the name of John Pedder was in the engine room, and he attempted to squeeze through door number 13 during its slow 60-second closing process. One of the massive heavy metal doors. Anyhow, obviously, he miscalculated and was crushed by the weight of the door, nearly completely severed in half. Which is great. Holy shit. Well, we should all know that 13 is a very lucky number, so it's very unlucky. <laughs> yeah, right? Him. Yeah. You could say he cut it close. Oh. <laughs> oh, disrespectful. I wonder if he was peer pressured into it. Oh, <laughs> oh Brayden. <laughs> too much, too much. You are. So there have been countless sightings of John Pedder's ghost most of which occur in the shaft alley, which runs between the engine room and the stern. It's just like one long metal alley. Like a typical metal alley you'd see in like a boiler room of a oh, okay. fucking They're Like ship. pipes and steam yeah, everything and fucking there's out. a porthole where you can see Little Mermaid. Exactly. Nice. Little Mermaid's out there. So big <laughs> bitch, you got some ghosts. That brings me to my next haunting, Ariel. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so report- like, I've not heard this, what? <laughs> Uh, sightings are so common that artists have actually created sketches of the ghost from reports which seem to match the description of John Petter. 
Bam. Oh. Yeah. Bing. Just bop, like a, a, boom. a bearded, bing bop boom indeed. A bearded young man. He had a pretty oh, sweet think... beard for 18 year old. Is it a long, long beard? No, just like a well kept one. Like a me beard. Yeah. Like a well shaped, like really handsome, oh. like sexy beard that oh, I have. Oh, did he have like a handlebar mustache to go? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. That's, That's fucking hot. Yeah, I know. He's mm. a really cool guy. Uh, <laughs> so, John. <laughs> Enjoys tugging on loose clothing, banging on pipes, pretty much just sexual shit at this point, (laughs) (laughs) and leaving greasy handprints on the walls of tunnels for visitors to discover. Nice. This Mm. motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be crawling around like half of me for the rest of my eternity. (laughs) I'm going to play some pranks on y'all. Uh, one of the people who does, like, the majority of the ghost tours through the ship had a report where she suddenly felt, like, the presence of somewhere be- someone behind her when she was near the doorway of 13. And she turned around and saw a man in, like, old-timey overalls and, like, with the beard, exactly like John Penner's ghost. And she just sort of was like, oh. Like, stepped out of the way for him to pass through because it looked like he was trying to get through the uh, number 13 doorway. And as she, like, stepped out of the way and looked back, he was just gone. Because he went through the door, obviously. Yeah, that's it. And then he passed in the afterlife. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. He's just reliving that moment for the rest of his eternity. That's so sad. You know what? If I was him, though, I'd be pantsing a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Well, he loves loose clothing. Anyone with loose pants? Can I just say, it's not technically called pantsing in Australia, is it? Dacking. Dacking, yeah. Why is it dax? Because you got your dax. Yeah, because you got your dax. Under dax. Dracodax. You know what's the worst? When you get pants, but they grab your undies as well. Oh. And just free-dogging it out in the world. Oh, you're free-dogging it. So the next two hauntings are two particularly notorious rooms on the vessel. I know one of the rooms. The one first of the one, YouTubers that I watched, she's stayed in it. Oh my I God, know. okay. I, I watched watch a bit it? of it to do some you research. You watched it? You can add in, because I didn't watch the whole thing, so Mm-mm. you can share some shit. I haven't watched it. She stayed in it oh, last wow. year yep. for Halloween, and then yeah. she stayed in it again. Oh, really? Ugh, yeah, definitely don't want to stay in Okay, there. sorry. Continue. That's Glam and Gore, by the way. Glam mm. and Gore. So the first room, the less haunted one, but still pretty effed up, is room B474, which has had a horrific murder occur within its walls, mm-hmm. and is billed as one of the most terrifying places on the premises. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a man strangled his wife and child, leaving their bodies on the bed before heading to the bathroom to shoot his other daughter before turning the gun on himself. Murder suicide. Uh, they say the daughter managed to survive the gunshot wound until help could arrive before passing away. And now her spirit, with the anger for her father for killing her sister and mother, is said to haunt this room and roam the halls. Ever crying and searching for those that she's lost. I have a lot of on me right now. Tingles, yeah. Uh, it's also said that she can be heard playing with like balls and stuff like that because she was pretty young, like uh, just trying to have some fun, you know, intermingle between the searching for your mum and daughter forever and eternity. Just I mean, play a little ball game. Maybe have some shuffleboard. Yeah, you gotta play a bit of handball or something. <laughs> On the cruise I went on, they had a basketball hoop on the top, top, top deck. Like, there was, like, Why five upstairs. Oh, they had nets. Oh, that's good. 
but like it was so windy up there that any sea spray would just be like whoosh, and you'd throw the ball for like a sick three pointer and it just like fly to the fine. So you didn't encounter the wind. I did I did some sick like fucking trick shots where I just threw the ball like away from the hoop and went whoop. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really <laughs> what you should have just played along with it yeah I was 12 at that point so I definitely couldn't have worked out that mathematical trajectory I feel like you would be one of those people that just gets really lucky oh yeah that's me well I'm putting my fingers in the air after licking it I'm like hmm wind 15 knots to the south our travel destination southwest uh, ah, through the ball <laughs> with 50 degrees of spin <laughs> and lift the leg for luck. <laughs> yeah. So then, now the creme de la creme of the haunted rooms de on the creme ship de la creme. is, of course, the one you were speaking about before. Room B three forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, funnily enough, the front desk has a list of rooms, and then they have incident reports. Of paranormal activity that has happened in that room, and this room just has a fucking book, list, a novel, a novel of poltergeist proceedings that occurred within it. Mm-hmm. So unlike other rooms, there are only rumors uh, of the causes of the paranormal activity phenomenon. Uh, some say it was a murder. Others say that a uh, pregnant woman was rejected by her husband, and her and her baby were left there, and she went insane in the room. Uh, other sort of stories go different ways, but all of it doesn't really have any merit. There's no real, like, solid evidence as to what the official thing is. But the paranormal events have been recorded with such consistency, and even still today, and the room has been nearly completely sealed off, except for famous YouTubers who can get in and spend <laughs> the night. So if you're famous, you got an all-access pass to paranormal activity. Some of the commonly reported events, constant otherworldly noises, footsteps walking and running, mm. faucets turning on and off, hangers moving in the closet, and one video I actually watched, there was like a, uh, a white dressing gown robe that went like, <laughs> and like moved around, yeah, really gross and creepy. Fucking intense. Maybe just the ghost looking for Wait, a change like... of clothes. We need just to go to California to do that. Yeah. And yeah. also have some eatables. Edibles, yeah. Eatables. Eatables? Yeah. So like a little eatables. munchable sort of snack? Oh my god, could you imagine? And it's all weed. <laughs> it's got like the bicky is weed. The cheese is weed. It's like The ham, ham is weed. The ham is weed. And then it's then glazed the, with like... It's all made out of hemp. Cannabis so, oil. Yeah. So other things like furniture being moved. Odd voices that they can hear meowing. So pinches, pushes, grabs and scratches and the sheet and comforter being ripped from the bed with people in it. <laughs> so people who walk past the room sometimes or well, there have been reports of people who walk past the room and see like an apparition that like then phases back through the doorway. Really weird stuff like that. These apparitions can still be seen staring at people as they walk by. Other fun things that I won't get into just now is I really want to do like a full episode where we both just dive in deep on this. Yes, please, it, yeah. can we? And then I could, you can have some Scotland. Sure, okay, I agree. Yeah, okay. So, other fun little you things. You can keep India. Thank you. 
There are cat ghosts aboard. Ooh, Ooh, yeah, I thought you'd like that one. There's a ghost called the Dude (laughs) that chills at the bar, and he's got like slick black, slicked back black hair, a top hat, and like one of the suits with the little penguin tails at the back. Oh, cute! Yeah, and he like walks around just nonchalant. Lots of shadow people apparently on every floor, and then ghostly cigarette smoke and cigar smoke that sort of wafts from some of the bar rooms. When no one's in there. Oh, I have a story after this. Okay. Well, it reminded I'm... me of the phantom smells. Continue. I'm done. Oh, was that it? That was it. I wanted nice. to save some of the other stuff for another time. I, I agree. We should do a full dedicated episode there, to the then. RMS Queen Mary. We should go there, then do some of the hauntings while we're in that room. Oh. Could you imagine how scary that would be? Yes, please. Can we? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like uh. next flight. Next flight. What do you mean? And next, we got oh, next flight. The out. next flight. So then our next episode is that. Yeah, no. Speaking of phantom smells, good job on that, by the way. It was really good. Thanks. Very well done. I tried really hard Appreciate not to interrupt it. you. All good. Um. So all day, I went out Thursday night with my mum and my brother. As soon as I got to the train station, I was sitting in the car, and I had the smell of urine come across me. Oh, and I was yeah. like, I know I have a weed. Like, yeah, who weed? I had not weed, you know. I walked up the stairs, because I prefer to take the stairs than the lift, you know, keep it healthy. Sure, sure. Uh, tapped my go-card at this one particular go-card tappy thing. Yeah. I could smell urine. Still. Again, and I was like, you know what, it's a train station, someone's probably peed here. Yeah. Fair enough. No more urine smell. Cool. Then I got on the train, right, no one around me smelt urine again. I'm like, you know huh. what, I've probably peed and I don't know it. At this yeah. point, I'm like, I've probably peed myself. Yeah. It's all right. I'm wearing a skirt. No one will know. Yeah. And then um, we, I meet up with mum and uh, Derek, and we're, I'm waiting for them. I'm waiting at the Maccas um, at the train station. Another year on smell. And I'm like, you know what? It's probably just the people around me, right? Sure. No more urine smell after that. Met up with mum and Derek. We got on another train. We were going to Boondle Station. We got to Boondle. We got into the entertainment centre. Yeah. And I smelt urine again. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why do I keep smelling urine? Phantom smells. You know, what the fuck? Okay. Set out the whole entire concert. No urine smells. No more urine smells until I get back to Sunnybank Station. Urine smells. And I got a whiff of urine when I got off. Hmm. I was like, someone's fucking peed somewhere. Yeah. I walk, we walk up the steps, okay, back to that very first go-card thing that I had tapped on. It looked like four fucking people had peed there and it was the exact same scent of urine that I had been smelling all fucking day. I had a premonition that there was gonna be urine. (laughs) Holy shit, you have ESPN. I got ES fucking... Extra special P nose. smells. But I was like, what the fuck? It, no. And you know how, like, P, everyone's P smells different? It was the exact same smell every single time. And then I got to them, like, that's exactly what I've been smelling all day. Weird. Since I got to Sunnybank. Huh. It's like I knew someone was going to pee there. That's so weird. Right? I'm not crazy. No, yeah, I'm probably crazy. Yeah, you know, it's we're probably all just crazy. Everyone pees everywhere. In this world, everyone's crazy. Yeah. 
you know, I'm not going to love it when the government designs those super robots that just take us out by our personalities before we can commit a crime because everyone's crazy and we're all dead and the robots are going to take over. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. Hey, did you hear about that? Sorry about interjecting again. No, did you hear no, about no, that? I was done. That robot who desires, it's a, like an AI, and it wants to make babies. It thinks it has the right to make babies. Oh my god, sweet baby angel. Sweet baby AI. No, not sweet baby AI, because the AI is going to make an AI. And you know what's going to happen when the AI has an AI? They're going to make an AI. They're going to... And they got... You know, one AI is hard enough, let alone two. Now they're just, like, making ideas. Next thing you know, they got a whole species. Holy fuck, isn't that insane? Yeah. The only way to beat them is to switch off the internet. And then our podcast will be no more. And we gotta really focus on real jobs. I know, God. I'm loving just recording. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think about. I think that does it for today. It does. We had urine smells. We had an exorcism. We had AIs. We had a ghost ship. Have you seen the movie Ghost Ship? Uh, yes. It's a good movie. We should watch it. That's the one with the. Pottery, right? That's ghost. Okay, well, I ha- oh no, I've seen. I haven't seen ghost, ghost ship, ship. All their heads get chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I remember when I was young, I was looking at the cover and I was like, "Oh, that looks scary." Yeah, I know I won't be able to watch that. Uh-huh. I used to go down to Video Easy, Video Easy or Blockbuster, and just look down the aisles at like the horror movie section and be like, "Oh, I wonder what that's." You're like, like one day when I'm fifteen. I'm gonna watch all of this shit, and then you walk over to the X-rated section, and you're like, "One day when I'm 18, I'm gonna watch all of this shit." And then you figured out the internet when you were yeah. 15, and you're like, "I'm gonna watch all of this shit." 15? I figured out the internet when I was oh. seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, right. <laughs> but probably about that. Yeah, later, really. If you want to follow us on Instagram or Facebook or support us on Patreon, you can at. You, me, and a poltergeist. Just search it in your little search bar. That's the one that has a little magnifying glass and says search in it. Hell yeah. And if you want to submit a story for us to review and talk about on the show, potentially, you can at that'snotcanon.com slash you, me, and a poltergeist. Scroll down to the bottom of the page where you can submit your stories. And if you think you don't have anything to talk about, you're wrong. Everyone has something to talk about because we love talking about ourselves. Give us anything. We anything, will please, run okay. with it like a couple of dogs. And some bones. Sure. A <laughs> couple a, of dogs with some chickens. Give a dog a bone and send us your stories. Please do. Follow us on our personals. Mine's Bandy Mackers. I should not have to spell it for you at this B-A-M-B-I, point, but I'm going to B A N D I M A C C A S. And mine's Brain Punch, where I want to know what H. B R E Y D O N number 5 A S H. A S H. But on a path of and don't forget to exercise regularly. Regularly. Did I hit the brown note? Did you just shit your pants? I did not. That's definitely where we end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.